I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. This is the Illenials Podcast. I am Smith. As always, I am joined by... Seth. Who is my co-host and my brother. Your brother. We're bound in blood and in podcasting. Yeah. And we are here to, to talk about the, what, the news, the day, and whatever crosses our minds. Yeah, just, you know, we'll, we'll, let, it, we'll let it all hang out this episode. From a leftist perspective, that's our gimmick. You see, that's what we do. We're uh, we're dyed in the wool communists, and we're yeah. here to talk to you about uh, the world from our perspective. We actually won an award for first leftist podcast ever. <laughs> we beat them all, one. baby. Yep. <laughs> you, you you take a look. That's certified right there. The, the goddamn a newspaper. I can't think of his name right now, but it's around here somewhere. Yeah, I'll we have a it. seal and everything. Oh yeah, definitely. I have a plaque right here on the wall that says First Leftist Podcast." And still, and the only one so far. We're still the only, only one. one. No one has showed up to also discuss yeah. these things with it's, us. It's weird. You feel like there'd be a couple more of us, but you know, hey. We're also the only two podcasters with beards now. Now that I've grown one, we're the first podcast with two bearded people who run. Okay, it. okay. Next topic. Other podcasts have one bearded guy, maybe. Now we've got two. Okay. We're, the, we're, we're, we're the primo. Okay, this, this, <laughs> this was fun for a second. Oh, it's just um, not fun anymore? No, we've got news to talk about, I think. We do have news to talk about, Seth. Well, I, I'm curious, I'll always start off, I want to hear you start off. Well, we have one big topic we can kind of just touch on for a little bit first. Kind of a, a wide, a, a, a broad uh, umbrella topic, if you will. Sure. Um, recently, in the, in the past week, I'm not sure what day it was, um, former President George H.W. Bush died. Mm-hmm. Rest in piss. Rest in piss. Um, and one thing, I mean, we, we can talk about how terrible uh, anybody in the Bush family is for as long as we want. But one thing I've noticed, and this happens um, every time something like this happens, is all these people in the world who claim to be, at the very, at the very least, like, liberal and, like, all about um, at least social rights and, you know, how, you know, we should be nicer to people – when somebody like George H.W. Bush dies, they all fucking suck his dead dick. And they're just like, oh, what a great man. He was a leader of our country. We should all just respect him because he's dead. When in reality, he's a fucking, he's just a terrible person. He, he's just dead now. There's no difference. It's fucking disgusting because George H.W. Bush was just a, a monumental piece of shit who, who set the stage for what his son would eventually do. In the Middle East, he carried on Reagan's proud tradition of not giving a fuck about the AIDS crisis and, and therefore uh, the gay community, or really anyone that, that had it, you know, his moralistic bullshit. 
I mean, he was overall, overall a relatively unimpressive president, but just a, a shitty m- motherfucker. Just, oh, yes. just, that's how it is. Very effective at being shitty. And like you said, him and his son ended up tag teaming our country into a, a never ending uh, war, basically. A war um, that will, I think, soon be old enough to fucking vote. Yeah. And actually, yeah, it should be very soon. And, um, the, and did you see what happened, by the way, at the funeral? Uh, be more specific. I mean, everyone, of course, focuses on the fact that Trump sat there with his arms crossed over his chest, because of course he fucking did. He's a, he's a big baby or whatever. Yeah. But again, like it, like it, fucking John McCain's funeral. They, the liberals, have already found a little footage where where George W. Bush passes Michelle Obama a piece of candy, and oh, oh my yeah. god, we've lost our minds. Yeah, they're like, oh, how nice. It's like candy costs like ten cents. Okay. <laughs> That doesn't make anything he did or anything his dad did okay because he gave Michelle Obama candy. Yeah, why are you trying to humanize this motherfucker? And why is, I mean, I know the answer to this, but why is Michelle Obama participating in it? You know, why is she leaning into this? Also, I will, I'll give a shout out to this funeral because they, they put a, a row of people that has to be the most awkward row in the world to sit in. You've got Donald Trump, Melania Trump, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, get this, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, all sitting ne- directly next to each other. Where's Jimmy Carter? In the back, pretending he's not immortal. How beautiful is that? That has to be the most, the most amazing row ever of just awkward feelings and weird tension I've ever seen. It's just one long row of people who hate each other's guts, but pretend like they don't. Yeah. So, yeah, all these stupid stunts that are supposed to make W a good guy and HW a good guy, it's all stupid. And like I and it's it's really fucking disgusting to me that all these, especially these celebrities who like always, oh, let's talk about social issues. Oh, vote for Hillary. Oh, oh, I don't like Trump. He's a he's a meanie. He's such a mean guy. And then they fucking post on their fucking Instagrams and their Twitters being like George H.W. Bush was a great man, and uh, his, oh, look, his dog is at his casket because his dog loved him. His dog is fucking stupid, okay? His dog just saw him as a person, okay? I want to point out that Hitler loved animals, and they loved him too, because animals are stupid. Yeah, a fucking rapist who has a dog can die, and the dog will be sad about it. Does that mean that the, the guy's cool? <laughs> what? The fuck? Dogs don't understand the... the the fucking atrocities that humans commit. No, they don't. They're, they're, they're big. That's, we love them because they love us unconditionally. They're not a, mor- a moral judge of anything. So, yeah. all Every one of these stupid Hollywood liberals who claims to actually care about stuff, you can shove it up your own ass because yeah. you don't actually care about anything if you... Um, if you care... If you try to humanize people like George H.W. Bush... Yeah, it's, it's frankly fucking insane that these people have still not gotten the fucking message that this is not a competition, it's not a fucking, it's not a yearbook uh, a popularity contest, okay? It's a fucking war. And in war, you do not mourn the death of your fucking enemies. What the fuck is wrong with you? Did you see that one person on Twitter, that lady with the fucking galaxy brain take about Hitler? No. 
somebody was like, when Hitler died, you didn't see the West mourning for him. Or not the West, I should say. The Allies mourning for him. And she said, I wasn't alive when Hitler died, but if I had been, I would have kept my mouth shut. I don't, what does she mean by that? I don't understand what she's trying to it say means that here. she wouldn't celebrate Hitler's death. Oh. Uh, well, hey, I mean... I, I know who not to invite to the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. It's like it's like you couldn't have even given the, the person arguing with you that one. You couldn't have said, okay, yeah, Hitler's an exception. Nope. Gotta respect Hitler. Gotta respect old Hitler. Can't can't yeah. be happy that you know, the, the genocidal fucking maniac killed himself. No, 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 no. no. I hope that one day when uh, uh, our theme song maker, Ben, like, revises it, we've had enough episodes to get more stuff. One of the... Um, clips he takes out is gotta love hitler <laughs> <laughs> gotta love hitler man I hope, I hope that's something he just puts into our theme song eventually <laughs> oh man it's it's been a, I, I know whatever a president or one of these like famous politicians like when it happened with john mccain died it every time it happens i'm just like fuck man twitter and everything's gonna be fucking garbage tv is gonna be garbage for like days because of this yeah so i mean not to be, we're not gonna be shy about this. It's it's stupid. Like you obviously, um, you obviously stand for nothing if you do stuff like that. I mean, do you think the conservatives are gonna be fucking standing around uh, talking about how great Obama was when he dies? Is that is that gonna happen? No. When Bill Clinton dies, Bill Clinton might get some love. He might. I mean, the people, Fox News will probably give him a somewhat like okay, like like eulogy or whatever. But the the actual people on the ground are not going to give a single fuck about that. No. They think Bill Clinton's the devil. They thought Hillary Clinton was the devil, and Obama, and all of them were the devil. And they're not going to fucking let go of that. And the fact that liberals can't. It's like liberals can't learn that the, the the Republicans, the conservatives, whatever, are never going to respect you if you respect them. It's not how it works. Yeah, it's true. I would like to refer everyone, if you're listening to this and you still think that like decorum or whatever matters, to a video on YouTube uh, by uh, excellent YouTuber and uh, filmmaker, sports writer, John Boys. Uh, it's called Shout Vandal. Out to John Boys. Yeah, shout out to John Boys. Incredible dude. If you listen to this podcast, come on. Come yeah, on the podcast. Please. He made a video called uh, Randall Cunningham Seizes the Means of Production. And I know what you're thinking, people. Of course you'd like that video because your whole communist ways. Put it, Listen, sh- sh- shut up. In the video, it's a, it's a depiction. I won't spoil it for you. But it's a depiction of a sports team taking heinous, awful, ugly, disgusting revenge on an enemy team at their weakest moment. And just reveling in their total destruction. And I, liberals need to learn from that kind of shit. Yeah, that video is truly one of the best videos I've watched on YouTube in a lot, probably in the past year or two. So I, I do recommend it. Everything on that channel is really, really good. Yeah, fucking owns. All right, Seth, I'm done talking about this dead-ass war criminal. Yeah, what I'm else you got for us? Old fucker. Okay, I've got, I've got a special segment I'm going to do real quick. I'm excited. Um, we don't normally talk about like other podcasts on this podcast, but I want to do a podcast review real quick. Okay. So we, I think we discussed this before, like how a lot of the top podcasts on iTunes are something nobody listens to. Like, I don't know how they're so popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other day 
I saw one that reached the top, and it was one of those, it only had one episode that was a sneak peek, so probably just a bunch of people subscribed to it all at once, it got up there, and now it's just kind of somewhere in the middle. Uh, it's called Villains, and it's uh, on a uh, a network called The Ringer. Uh, the Ringer is a place that, I like their website for like, they do like basketball, like all sports articles, I like their basketball articles, especially their college basketball articles. So I was like, okay, I've never listened to any other pop culture podcasts, but I'll listen to this. The premise of Villains is that the uh, the host, Shay Serrano, who I know nothing about, um, they dive deep into a popular villain from a film. Mm-hmm. And he usually has – he. I, I've only listened to one episode. They had two guests on. I don't, I'm not sure if these are always the two guests or if they rotate. I have no idea. Um, but they made an episode about Killmonger from Black Panther. Uh-oh. And so I listened to it. And – Overall, it's pretty average. Pop. I'd probably give it like a 6 out of 10. It wasn't anything terrible. It wasn't anything great. But there was one part of it that was really, really weird to me. The, um, one of the guests on the episode was a lady. I don't know what her name was. Um, but she said a couple of things that really, really rubbed me the wrong way in the way she talked about the movie Black Panther. Um, so at one point, they're talking about how big the movie was, how everyone was going to see it, and how popular it was. And then she says... Um, I'm quoting her here. She says, oh, yeah, I saw it on opening night with a group of black people, of course. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, um, it's interesting how, it, like, what? I took a step back when I heard that. I was like, I sat lady, in a seat, of course. Yeah. I was like, she, I saw it with a group of black people, of course. And I'm like, okay. I mean, the night that it came out, I saw it with a group of South Asian people, of course. I, I don't know. I don't know what... I was, it really was, it bothered me a little bit, like, the way she said it. Um, it, it was, obviously she's not black, because otherwise, why would she say black people? Um, but yeah, so it was weird. Um, but I was like, okay, maybe she just was kind of, whatever. I don't know. I kept listening. And then I turned the podcast off later, because, spoilers for Black Panther. They're talking about the scene um, after uh, T'Challa and uh, Killmonger fight each other and T'Challa wins at the very end of the movie. And T'Challa asks him, hey, do you want to um, do you want to live? Um, we can, you know, re- rehabilitate you or do you want to, like, you know, die right here? And Killmonger says, you know, throw me in the ocean where, you know, my ancestors, uh, the ones who got off the slave ships, um, throw me there. That's where I want to die. And Black Panther's like, okay, throws him off. They're talking about this scene. And then this this lady, she she gets she gets on a grand stage. She thinks she's about to say the most amazing thing that's ever been said in movie analysis history. So okay. I'm I'm ready. I'm like, she's gonna say something big. And she's like, I hate that scene because if they jumped off the ships, they're not your ancestors. Oh my god. And I just want I I just want to want to break this down for a second. So there's two things that went through my head immediately after. Of course, I immediately turned off the podcast because it was so stupid that she like thought this was a big revelation. Um, one, um, ancestors means a lot of things. It doesn't just mean the person who like directly gave birth to you. And also, if the person who directly gave birth to you gave birth to you, then jumped off of a ship, they're still your ancestor. Um, so if your mom, dad, uncles, any of that, if they jumped off the slave ships and died there, they were still your ancestor and they still died. Um, and two, what, what is, what does she get out of it? What, 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 
what was that? Why did she say this? My question is, what does it fucking matter? It's like a person can view someone as their ancestor, especially in this context of Killmonger and his whole entire fucking deal in the movie. He's talking about more than just blood. Yeah, like he, like his whole his whole plot throughout the movie, everything kind of revolves around. Um, she also keeps calling him a hotep, which I can understand why people would say that. Um, but the way she said it, I didn't like. Um, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A white lady is calling a black man a hotep? Yes. What the fuck? Yes. That's like, I mean, come on, man. That's racist as fuck, though. So, yeah, it's it was weird. Like I said, this is all weird. Um, but, yeah, so he has this idea of, of especially of... Um, what do you, not prehistoric, like colonial, like slaves and black people all being of one people. So anyone, anyone, he's considering them all his ancestors. So this big revelation this lady has in her head is so bumfuck retarded that I totally swore off this podcast entirely. It's like, it's like she, she watched the whole fucking movie and saw the whole like struggle and even didn't even come away with like the like I mean intended message of the whole movie, like she came away with some insane shit about how I don't know like Killmonger was what a hotep who who lacked historical fucking context or something like I don't even understand how you even get there from from what the movie shows you. Yeah, um, so that's my review of uh, villains with Shea Serrano. Um, other two people on the podcast were fine; they didn't say anything weird the entire time. But she definitely turned me off from the idea of the podcast entirely. Um, uh, yeah, villains podcast definitely. Uh, let us come on your show, or you come on our show, and we'll tell you all about Bane from from Batman. Yeah, we'll, this is true. We'll drop some fucking knowledge on you about Bane that you do not want to hear. And then something else that threw me off. This is this is weird how these are uh related to each other but i listen to uh the bill simmons podcast sometimes which is bill simmons he's like a sports guy mm-hmm. um and his podcast is kind of interesting because like it's really long and sometimes he has cool guests like big celebrities on so he had michael b jordan on oh. um so i listen to that episode because i like michael b jordan i think he's cool and in that episode and this is this is this might, this might not be a race thing this isn't even probably a, this is nowhere near as bad as what that lady said on villains but like Bill Simmons kept trying to just make it seem like Ryan Coogler was the first black director ever and that he just invented black cinema. And it was just really weird to me that he just he just was ignoring a lot of other stuff that happened. He's like the reason that black cinema is like or like what was it like multicultural cinema is so big is because Ryan Coogler is so good of a director and he brought it to the forefront. And I'm like, eh, I mean he did direct the biggest movie, but there's a lot of groundwork laid by a lot of people for Ryan Coogler to exist. I gotta assume that Bill Simmons is white. Yeah, Bill Simmons is the white guy. So he does not. I guess he lacks. This, he lacks a broader sort of knowledge of, of cinema, especially black cinema, which I think a lot. I think I saw a lot of people do this kind of the same thing. Not like Ryan Coogler was the first black director, but yeah. being like Black Panther is the blackest movie ever made, and I'm like, it's fucking Disney. You know this, right? Like it's fucking Disney. It's not yeah. a black run business. It's not like it's like yeah, they got a black director and a mostly black cast, but like. It's not something that's going to benefit uh, a, a larger uh, a black structure, like social structure. It's just not. Yeah. So it's yeah, like I mean, at least like at least mission Spike Lee. If you're going to mission somebody, like I mean, come on, I mean, like, going even more low brow. I guess I hate to say it, low brow, but mention Tyler Perry. Yeah, Tyler Perry did a lot. He's done a lot of groundwork. I hear a lot of folks complain about Tyler Perry. 
about how his movies are dumb or whatever. Um, and I, I gotta say, they're mostly not my cup of tea. But that is a, such a stupid fucking thing to say about it because uh, uh, he Tyler Perry understood that there was a market. There, I mean, I, I, we hate market. I'm just saying uh, that there's a, lo- a growing population of black people in America who want to see movies that have people in them that are like them. It's something that white people take for granted. But he he saw that and he identified the, the, the thing. He got the money and the funding and he made that movie. He made those bunch of movies for, for black audiences. So it's really fucking dumb to see people say that he's he makes like bad movies or whatever when you think about the fact that he is serving an underserved market. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got mad respect. I don't, I don't, I don't actually, I don't know much about Tyler Perry like politically, but as far as like his knowledge and his, the the way he actually created an industry, I I, I give Tyler Perry a lot of props, especially for being, uh, for, for, uh, black cinema and black, um, like entertainment. He's got a fucking empire of movies now, basically. Yeah. I'm sure he, I'm pretty sure he produces the show Empire, which (laughs) that's even better. Yeah, he's like so successful. He's funding other black filmmakers now. So come on now, let's let's fucking throw some props out for the dude. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I like The Ringer mostly for the college basketball stuff, but maybe their podcasts aren't that great. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah. No, it's just, maybe maybe it's just Bill Simmons being an idiot. For I mean, yeah. you know, and once again, it, was, spots. it didn't seem it may it might have seemed like maybe it was just just because he had Michael B. Jordan on that he was because you know Michael B. Jordan's in every Ryan Coogler movie, so maybe he was just like trying to like play it up. But the thing on villains really fucking turned me off. Oh yeah, that's fucking stupid. I was I was uh I wasn't really into that. So uh, we're gonna swipe next on uh, villains. Oh, by the way, while we're on the subject of Michael B. Jordan and sadly not Ryan Coogler. You went and saw Creed too. How was it? Oh, I liked it. Uh, I, I do. I do. I could feel Ryan Coogler missing from the whole thing. Um, it wasn't as good as the first one. It didn't. No pun intended. Pack quite the same punch as the first one. Um, but for people who are fans of the Rocky franchise and who liked Creed, uh, this movie has some very emotionally satisfying um, moments, especially near the end. And you know, I should. I, I might have shed a little tear in the theater. Um, from some of the stuff that happens, but yeah, it was it was a good movie, and I think they they might be planning on doing a third one. So we'll see wow. how that goes. Well, hey, I, I haven't been to see it yet. I've been fucking hella busy this week. I want to go yeah. see it though. Um, so Seth, I want to talk to you about something that's happening in your neck of the woods. Oh, I'm sure. North Carolina, you see what's happening? Uh, a lot of stuff, uh, politically, a lot of stuff's going on with the uh, uh, kind of the same thing that was uh, happening in Georgia recently. With um, what do you? What's the word for it? Uh, election fraud. Yeah, election fraud. Um, I've been keeping up with this dude, and it is getting fucking wild over there. Um, so basically, there is literally one county uh, called Bladen County. And they were doing an, a, a, a count-up of absentee ballots there um, for both for both sides. And every other county, uh, basically, in the, in the entire state went massively Democrat. Like, the lowest I see here is, I mean, dem, uh, in, for, in terms of absentee ballots uh, by mail, uh, was the lowest I see on this list here is Cumberland County with a D plus 16. Do you know what Bladen County's uh, number was? It was like over fifty Republican or something. No, it was R plus twenty four. Damn, which is insane. Uh, and some people noticed this and were like, "Wait a minute, th- this can't be right." Like, 
it's too much of an anomaly. It's too crazily in the other direction. There's no way that this is normal. So I started going around doing some questioning. And so far, two women have come forward, which this sentence usually goes somewhere different when you say two women have come forward. Yeah. Uh, to say that the candidate's campaign, the Republican candidate, whose name I don't even fucking know, uh, paid them money to go around and collect unsent absentee ballots. And then they would fill them out for the Republican and send them in. And they've said this happened. And we have evidence of it. And so we know for sure that in Bladen fucking county, they have a goddamn like political machine that is uh, uh, bound and determined to to elect Republicans illegally. Yeah, and so, uh, newsflash for all the illegal listeners: massive action has been taken against this, and <laughs> every Republican in North Carolina has to openly apologize and resign from their seat. Do you know what? Wait a minute! You, wait a minute! Oh, did that not, wait a minute! That didn't happen. Yeah, wait. so I have a different report here. Sorry, this just came in. Hot wait off a minute. Okay, let me from hear. From a, a week and a half ago. Oh man! It's, it says that the chairman of the North Carolina Board of Elections has resigned. Oh, Whoa. he's a Democrat. What? Okay. Apparently, he was forced to resign because of his bias. Hmm. <laughs> the plot thickens, dude. The Democrats have no spine at all. If zero fucking anything to them. They're just they're just literal bags of gas that contribute nothing. The Democrats are they're yeah, they're literally just rolling over every time that something the wind even blows the wrong way. Like they're done. There's that old fucking uh, cartoon from like forever ago, and it's like a lady and a guy. It's like she's a Republican or she's a Democrat, and he's a Republican, and she's like, "Oh Lordy, please, wouldn't you just vote for us? We'll bomb some more brown people if you do." And the Republican is just saying, "Fuck you, more money for us," and that's what this is. Fuck you, pay me. Yep. It's more money for them, and the Democrats are just fucking rolling over. Yeah, they're they're done. Oh man, I just can't even fucking fathom the uh, uh, level of incompetence it takes to lose to these people. And 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 when you have a, an an overwhelming advantage to just give it up because what you're afraid of looking bad. Have you seen the fucking president? Yeah. Uh. I mean, have you seen who's fucking running the goddamn show in this country? No one cares about looking bad anymore. If you look, if you care about looking bad, you're a fucking chump. Yeah. So, North Carolina Democrats, get your fucking shit together and become a fucking purple state, for Christ's sake. Just right, do I, it. I want to give an update to an earlier critique we made. Mm-hmm. Um, I have looked it up, and the lady who was on Villains Podcast... I was wrong. She is a black lady. Mm-hmm. But that does not make her any less wrong about the ancestors thing. That's true. But it does not make... Seth, we now have to delete the entire podcast. That's true. We have to start over from scratch. Actually, we probably have to stop. We'll be the first and last left this podcast now. <laughs> you, have delete, you have to delete everything now. Yeah. Oh, my so, God. We, we, you know what? We're going to start a new podcast. This is just going to be a, a fan recap of The Walking Dead. Here we go. So Rick's gone. Yeah, I heard Rick has got... This is a good end of her podcast right here, actually. You watch The Walking Dead. I don't. (laughs) I'm the one that reviews it. (laughs) 
and you have to oh like my God. listen along and try to steer me in the right direction. And I, I'm, but I'm not allowed to give any like recaps or anything. I can't like no. give descriptions. I'm, a, I'm allowed to read headlines from other reviews, and that's it. <laughs> that's all. I'm only information I'm allowed to get. But yes, back to the thing. Um, I was wrong. She is black, but it does not make her any less wrong. So, just saying. I mean, hey, here's the thing. It just goes to show uh, how uh, woke we are because we'll say anyone's wrong. We'll give a fuck. Oh yeah, if you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah, you're fucking wrong. And we're when we're wrong, we're, we're actually not wrong. That's okay. Uh, just ignore that. Yeah, we're 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 not really wrong, except for when we were wrong earlier. But we've corrected ourselves, so we're technically weren't wrong ever. And you know what? There's no retraction necessary. We did it in the podcast. Yeah. We we did it right now, like live. In fact, uh, we can go back and edit it and be like, "She's a not white." Lady, it'll be it'll be amazing, dude. Let me tell you, today has been such a fucking roller coaster for me, because yesterday the the stock market, the Dow Jones, anyways, fuck the S and P. I don't give a fuck about the S and P. Uh, it dropped by three hundred something points, which is pretty fucking hey. good. Uh, that's exciting. Uh, I know that, my, that I mean, there's probably no one listening to this podcast who is like, oh my god, how could you want the, the fucking uh, Dow Jones to go down? No, I know I know that you guys don't believe that, but just for anyone who, who might somehow hear this one day, uh, years from now, being broadcast over fucking pirate radio across the irradiated wasteland, uh, and you're wondering, what is Dow Jones? What are they talking about? What is his language? How do I find more fucking canned food just to eat like a bash up on this rock? Um, fuck the stock market, and uh, the sooner it crashes, the sooner we can go ahead and, and get to the goddamn rebellion. Yeah, that's a... Uh... It's a hard-hitting facts right here from the Illumis podcast. Oh, by the way, oh, oh sorry, I didn't, I didn't say why it was roller coaster. Uh, today, the the Dow Jones again plunged seven hundred eighty-five points, and then bounced back up to just a stopping at negative seventy-nine. And my 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 boner for 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 blood is is limp. It's gone. My dick is soft. I have no joy. It, it sucks. Boner for blood. New band name. Boner for blood. Yeah, so, so, I mean, you know what? The robots brought it back. Whatever. Okay, fine. There's always tomorrow, motherfucker. We're coming back. Sell everything. Except your Bitcoins. Hold on. Hold those fucking Bitcoins, my friends. Hold on to your crypto. It is going to be worth something one day. Buy more of it. Yeah. It's low right now. Buy now. Yes. You definitely won't lose $60,000. No, no, no. no. Maybe, maybe that's the podcast. The podcast is I review Walking Dead, and then once the Walking Dead review is over, we give crypto advice without ever looking at any prices. Yeah, you should definitely buy uh, Ethereum. Buy Ethereum and, and Cosby Coin. Those are going to do great. Cosby Coin? That's a real thing. Damn. Cosby Coin, Dogecoin. I think I weirdly fell asleep one time and bought a bunch of those and didn't remember <laughs> it afterwards. <laughs> Um, oh, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Did you ever use the popular social media web platform, Tumblr? Uh, back in my high school days, I used it for a while, yes. I use Tumblr all the time. Um, I have a whole bunch of blogs that I follow because I want to uh, grab like art for my uh, for uh, nerd shit, for tabletop games. Uh, like, like locations and characters and stuff like that that I can, I can use as, as props or whatever for my games. Uh, did you hear what happened in the Tumblr, Seth? Yeah, so uh, one of the reasons I know Tumblr is that when I was in high school and I used it and I followed some of my friends, 
Um, something I didn't realize when I first signed up for Tumblr is that it's just porn. It's just all porn. It's just people mm-hmm. post pictures of naked people and then they repost them so that you can see them. That's all it is. I was trying to like, I was trying to like review movies on Tumblr. Like I was like, oh, I saw the Prestige, and here's what I think. Um, and then everyone else was just like titties, dicks, titties, titties, dicks, <laughs> vaginas, and I was like, okay. I think I get what this platform is. It's just a way to look at porn, but you can, like, call it Tumblr and no one will think you're looking at porn. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tumblr has decided they want to get rid of any remaining users they have by getting rid of all porn. Yeah, um, it's pretty wild. According to a report I saw today, Tumblr, since they made the announcement, has lost uh, 70% of their traffic. Yeah. Oh, and I, one thing I love is in their terms... They said the only acceptable nudity is male presenting nipple. Yeah, male male presenting nipples, my friends. Which that's always weird to me. Out why are men's nipples not considered obscene? I don't understand. Yeah, uh, probably in just entrenched sexism. Yeah, that's true. But it also makes it a lot easier if you're attracted to dudes to to get off. I think it's too easy for for them. They it's to, too easy. It's too easy to get off if you're into dudes, my friends. That yeah. goes for all genders. All, all identities. If you like dudes, and you, all you gotta do is turn on any channel, and you can see all the man nipples you want any for channel. free, any for free, for free. <laughs> so, so, so in your world, TV doesn't cost money. Um, every channel is constantly showing male nipples. That's why. Men, that's why men do the news topless. Come on. That now that's an idea. Topless. <laughs> That was a thing you for a while. Naked news was a thing. Yeah. You could walk outside and find any man, any man on earth, and say, show me your nipples, and he'll do it. Like, I'm not wearing a shirt right now, to be honest. <laughs> I haven't worn a shirt in 10 years. Like, what are we even doing here? I podcast extra nude. <laughs> Wait, hold not, on. So that was extra nude. Because I'm naked and I also completely spread my butt cheeks. <laughs> You prolapse your anus to get even more of yourself out there. Oh my god! I remember. Here's a. Here's this isn't really a story, but it's great to me. We mm-hmm. we had heard of a prolapsed anus when we were in college, like our freshman year, mm-hmm. but none of us knew what it looked like, or we didn't know. We didn't know it was real. We were like, oh, it's like a it's like a jo- joke thing, right? Uh, then we Google image and searched it, and it's very real. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, prolapsed anus. Like I feel for anyone who's ever had that in their life. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking. Can, I want to go fund me for all those people, even if it happened twenty years ago. You, you deserve some money. I first saw it on Rotten.com, man, way back in the fucking day. Okay, what is Rotten.com? Can you explain it to me? Isn't it like ISIS? No, dude. Well, I mean, I guess it is now, sort of. But like, it was back in the day. It was like, how do you, how do you find pictures of people who are dead? Uh, Rotten.com. Oh. Horrific gore, like people whose heads got split open by helicopter blades or guys who were shot in Iraq. Uh, but there was a picture of a guy who was a weightlifter who was doing like a power lift and he fucking b- oh. like bent down and his anus like exploded through his own goddamn like uh, yeah, spandex that tights. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is the internet, I guess. All right. So what is ISIS's association with Rotten now? Uh, ISIS posts a lot of beheading videos and uh, Rotten keeps them. Uh, to show people, if you want to see somebody get their head cut off, you can go to Rotten.com and watch that happen. Alright, can we get sponsored by Rotten.com? Oh uh, yeah, this is an ad for Rotten.com. This is native advertising for Rotten.com. Sorry, we should... Oh shit. I shouldn't have said that out loud. Fuck. Yeah, alright. Start the episode over. 
Oh man, can you this imagine? This is our seventh take, by the way, guys. <laughs> oh my fucking god! And we never read the same stories twice. So we can you imagine if this is our seventh take and we're still this bad? <laughs> Dude, can you imagine trying to drive traffic to Rotten.com in 2018? Yeah. Like, what are we can even you imagine doing making, right now? Can you imagine making a movie called First Reformed and it's just shitty? And you, <laughs> you realize you made it and it was yours the entire time? Can you imagine just yeah. being Paul Schrader? There's a, there's a movie for you. It's me, John Malkovich, with a director. Oh, that's this. It's just people throwing pieces of shit at him for making First Reformed. <laughs> Got it. I like that. I, I do just want to point out, though, that Twitter, or sorry, Twitter, Tumblr, banning porn. They ban porn. No porn. Can't have porn anymore. But you know what you can have? What? Nazi shit. Oh, yeah. I think that's like, that's like their last grab. Because, okay, in, in case you don't know, the reason they're doing this is because um, Apple and iTunes and the App Store have decided to do the most insane thing ever. And they're like completely banning anything that isn't family friendly. So, Tumblr lately hasn't been able to update itself on the App Store because they have NSFW content. So, they're now finally appeasing to Apple by doing this. However, they can get rid of nudity, but welcome all these Nazis, and, and they're going to try to break even on this one. Uh, yeah, that's, that's their pivot. They're pivoting to white nationalism. Also, Apple is going to start making like original programming, like TV shows. They've already greenlit a bunch of them, and all of them have to be family-friendly. Every single one of them. Why is Apple turning into the goddamn Disney Channel? I mean, even even Disney, like, they, they make, like, technically Disney makes like, all those Netflix shows, all those Marvel shows, well, rest in peace to the Marvel shows, but they made them. Yeah. And there, there's blood and guts, cursing and sex and stuff and all those shows. But Apple is just, like, they, they greenlit a show that is, like, being produced by, like, Reese Witherspoon and, like, it's going to be an hour-long drama, and but they're not going to be able to curse at all, have any sex, any violence, any anything. Um, they're, they're trying to, like, ride the uh, Big Little Lies train by putting Reese Witherspoon on a project, but you're not going to get any Big Little Lies magic out of it if they can't do anything adult. Yeah. Like, Facebook's in their own goddamn original programming now. Yeah, I thought that Jessica Beale got cast in a Facebook original, and I'm like, can I send her some money? <laughs> like, uh, I wouldn't be in a Facebook original. A Facebook original based on a podcast. A podcast that I like. It's called, like, uh, Green Tea or something, right? Uh, Lime Town. Lime Town, yes. So I'm just wondering, like, did Jessica Beale get lost and, like, somehow wind up in, like, in Mark Zuckerberg's backyard or something? I don't know. It's like, I know movies aren't going well for you right now, but... I mean, we can pitch in. Like, yeah. It's not a big deal. Let's do a GoFundMe for fucking Jessica Beale. Yeah. We're starting so many GoFundMes on this episode. We really are. We gotta write them down. Oh, man, dude. But yeah, so uh, Tumblr, I guess Tumblr was just like, you know what? We're tired of being alive. We just, we just want to die. Yeah. We've seen things you can't even imagine. It's a creative way of committing suicide. It really fucking is, dude. Um, so rip Tumblr. Uh, what's next? I guess Twitter. Maybe Twitter will die. That'd be crazy. Yeah, Twitter would be good. Get get that out of here. Like um, I use Twitter all the time, but if it died, uh, it probably would not be a, a big loss for humanity. Speaking of Twitter, I saw this fucking. They exposed or not really exposed, but they just looked at this guy's tweets. But yeah, on a on a, a Reddit thread, they found this guy who like his tweets are so fucking insane. Like he's like, um. He's basically, he wants to, like, rape children or whatever. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, he's like, oh, 
my I was sitting next to my nine year old niece and her elbow brushed my arm and my heart skipped a beat. My God. And then he was like, just so you know, when sex robots are around, I'm gonna have two nine year old boy sex robots and I'm gonna be able to turn up how horny they are at all times, so there's nothing you can do about it. Oh my god. And then one of them, one of the really weird ones was like, oh, where are all the nine-year-old... He's really the nine-year-olds. He's like, where are the nine-year-old boys at? It's my turn to pass out the candy with quotes around it. What the fuck? So yeah, like, Twitter, deal with this. This man Wait, is, is open. Is this James Guns' tweets from like 10 years ago? No. If they were, I would definitely think he should be taken off the face of the earth. <laughs> um... But yeah, so Twitter, get rid of this guy. Like, it's there. This this is knowledge anyone can just look at his Twitter and find out. So get rid of him, please. Oh, wait, that's the story that nothing happened to him? Uh, not yet. It got exposed on Reddit, uh, like, today. Maybe maybe action has been taken since I looked at this thread. But yeah, as of when I looked at this thread earlier, he was still actively tweeting. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. What, what, what? Come on. Like, Twitter just fucking sucks. Yeah, they got it. Everything sucks. Here's a headline Shout out for Netflix. you, Seth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's a headline for you, Seth, that I really enjoyed. Oh, uh, yeah. It's called, from CNN, uh, it says, 40 million people with diabetes he left without insulin by 2030, so he predicts. Now, Seth, when that headline when that headline slides across your fucking, your, your big, thick, wrinkly, uh, uh, throbbing brain, uh, what do you think? I think capitalism is bad. Okay, but hold, hold on, hold on. Let's just say that you're not yeah. yourself. Or you're, not, not, you're not. You're not. I'm you're not. You're not. So it's not you're a wrinkle brain. It's a smooth brain. Got it's it. a smooth glass, smooth brain. So it's just sliding right across my brain. It's like a shitty ice skater. I'm probably thinking, time. when's Mumford and Sons coming back? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Mumford and Sons? They actually did just release an album. Oh uh, well. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, so you hear this headline that 40 million people will be with, will be without yeah. insulin by 2030. I'm like, that sounds bad. But Don't okay. they need that? Right. So what do you think the causes are of this when you, again, normie brain. What do you think the causes are? Uh, I, I guess, uh, oh man. I guess if you had to put me on the spot, I'd say that. I don't know. Maybe the maybe healthcare. Maybe I heard that talk about healthcare in the news a lot. Maybe it's healthcare. <laughs> is that the right answer? Is it taxes? Is it is it tax? Taxes is my final answer. Is it taxes? Was it healthcare? A lot of people drew the conclusion that we were somehow falling behind on insulin production. That too many diabetics were good, would, would exist. We have an insulin shortage. Terrible, right? Yeah. That's not what it is, though. That's not true. The fact is that insulin is going to be unavailable to these people because insulin is too fucking expensive. Yes, it's insulin. Something that should be provided to anyone who has diabetes for free because they need it to stay alive yeah. is uh-huh. getting too expensive for the people who need it to afford it. Like, you could even keep the price low because all the people need it, and most folks probably would not give a shit about paying... I don't know what insulin even costs. I mean, $30 for a month supply or something? I don't know. It's a dollar a day. Sure. Okay. I think most people would be okay with that number. It's still bullshit, but it's it's doable, right? Yeah. It costs so much more than that, though. It says right here that insulin treatment is expensive. And the market is currently dominated by three manufacturers, according to the study. 
is a quote from someone named Basu, uh, who, oh geez, I should know who this person is, to be honest. I think, oh, it's a, it's Dr. Sanjay Basu, and this is a professor of medicine at Stanford University in the U.S., and this is a quote from him. Unless governments begin initiatives to make insulin more available and affordable, then its use is always going to be far from optimal. Mm-hmm. It's almost like markets are an inefficient way to distribute resources. Like, valuable shit like medicine. You know what, um... You know what Big Pharma doesn't realize? What's sure. That? Insulin's expensive, right, Big Pharma? But you know mm-hmm. what's 100% free? Your blood on the streets. That is 100% free to anyone who spills it. So maybe think about that sometime. It's fucking insane that we're going to take this. It's it's like, remember how people got so mad about Martin Shkreli? I mean, right, like, like, you know, rightfully so. You should be mad about that motherfucker, right? Remember remember that? Yeah. He hid Wu-Tang from us. Oh, fuck that dude. But you don't hear a peep about this. A much bigger issue for a lot more people is diabetes. Yeah, I mean, diabetes is, I mean, everybody has. Like, it's just, it's so pervasive that, I mean, people who have it, just like people who have any disease should be provided with a treatment of it free of cost. Because once again, as I've said, I think every episode of this podcast so far, there should be no cost associated with just staying alive. Yeah, and it's insane that people are not able to comprehend this very simple concept. Like, why should someone have to 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 pay money um, to just stay alive and to just to just exist? Should should our society now in the year twenty eighteen not be able to just subsidize their existence because we are incredibly rich and wealthy and powerful as a nation? Yeah, it seems crazy to me. It seems it's like, and, and the thing is. I know you shouldn't make moral arguments for, like, a communism or whatever, or against capitalism, for sure, whatever. But come on, people. Like, we have the capability to do all this stuff, but we choose not to. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, we don't choose not to. People in control choose not to. Yeah. And we just let ourselves become, I don't know brain fucked yeah we're just like oh i guess this i guess this is how it is now this is i guess this is how it's supposed to be yeah i guess there's no 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 way around it i guess this is just how things are now i guess i gotta pay six thousand dollars a month just to stay alive that's fine i guess i'll just find a way to pay that much money or i won't and i'll die yeah but that's one thing i've actually noticed a lot is people seem to think that capitalism is natural that it's like human nature to to organize yourself into a capitalist system and in, I mean, I mean, we, we we both know it's not. There were many economic models that came before capitalism that, that succeeded for hundreds of years. They were all you know pretty much flawed in their own ways, and they were superseded. Um, but if you ever bring up the idea that there could be an alternative or a progression from capitalism to something else, people tell you no. It's human nature to be greedy, and we we have to do it this way. Oh my God! I saw this post today. So, um, if you don't know about reddit like r slash late stage capitalism basically it's kind of like memes headlines stuff that you kind of get like from this uh, stuff you see on this podcast like why capitalism is bad and why Mm -hmm. the late stage of it is bad for everyone um there's also other subreddits for other uh beliefs such as r slash libertarian (laughs) and today i saw a meme or a, a tweet that was quoted on 
r slash libertarian that said um, it was like late stage capitalism. Um, a pizza company is paying to fix the road because you know, like Domino's or somebody like had to fix roads because the government fucking won't. Um, that was their thing, and then it was like late stage socialism. Lamau, we're all dead. And I was like, what are you, who are you talking, what does that mean? What in socialism's tenets makes you think that if you get farther into it, everyone's going to die? I don't know, man. Like, people just seem to, uh, don't understand that the Soviet Union, for uh, many decades, even in what I would consider a flawed implementation of socialism, still managed to deliver a, a good quality of life for their people that was, in a lot of places, equivalent to what it was in America. Um, and, but the thing is, people are so fucking, uh, 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 indoctrinated by, like, CIA psyops and fucking, uh, propaganda that everyone thinks that every day under socialism was just, like, horrific drudgery at all times. And it wasn't. And but they, they just don't, they, they don't want to analyze it and learn anything yeah. else. They just want to swallow the propaganda. I don't understand how a fair distribution of, um, resources is going to make people all die eventually. Like, the thing is, people people think that it's like they don't understand. I guess that uh, democracy is the thing that communism wants, or socialism and communism want is not of not a, a, I mean a fairer distribution through democracy, through us as a, as a, together coming up with a better model. And they just don't understand that. They think it's all yeah. dictators all the way down, <clears throat> which is understandable, I suppose, uh, given that we've had some we've had a couple of uh, uh, flawed implementations. But here's the thing. People forget, capitalism did not get birthed into the world overnight perfect. It didn't It didn't come out fully formed and ready to go on day one. There were false starts. There were failed experiments in capitalism. It had its problems too. And it eventually won and it overcame them. But if you tell people that, they get very defensive and think to themselves, oh, no, 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 there will never be a time when that happens to us. I mean, capitalism can never fail. Yeah. We're not going to be part of that part. One of those systems that falls. We we are born at the perfect time where nothing's going to go wrong. It's like mercantilists definitely thought to themselves, "Oh, that capitalism thing, it'll never take hold. Never happen to us. We'll never get replaced." Hmm. Look where they are now. Kings and queens across the world thought to themselves, "No, we're absolute monarchs. We we will live through anything. They'll never destroy our power." And where yeah. are they at now? Our royal lineage will be here till the end of time. Yeah, exactly, and they got they got their shit kicked in, eventually, and it just happens. It happens. I'm not saying the revolution is tomorrow or even even possibly. Well, boy, I hope it's in my lifetime because the world is not doing too good. Yeah. Uh, but if you look back, I think throughout history, you always see that in the time in in the times when shit gets bad, that's when social change occurs. So I think we're coming up on bad times. Um, unfortunately, I think in a lot of cases. But fortunately, it's some others, and I try to, I mean, stay on the bright side, you know? Hopefully, things will change for the better afterwards. Yeah. Um, so, Seth, I did want to ask you about something. Mm-hmm. You're, you're more in tune, I think, these days with a lot of stuff, uh, like, uh, like eSports is one, is, your big, is one of your big hobbies, right? Yes, for like sure. Following it and whatnot? Yes. Uh, and I think, I think it, it, would you consider speedrunning a subset of eSports? Um, I wouldn't call it a subset of esports. I do think that they, I mean, they, they kind of run in the same circles at some points. Yeah. A lot of esports players like speedrunning, a lot of speedrunners like esports. 
But like, so what do you think it is? Like, is it is it a, is it a hobby, uh, a niche part of a hobby, or what? Yeah, I'd say it's a hobby. It's a okay. collective of people who find this odd thing very interesting. I, I like watching speedrun tournament or not tournaments, but like events as well. I mean, I love it. I love watching GDQ and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which is why I wanted to ask you about what happened recently with GDQ and some speedrunners. Yeah. So there's um. There were a couple of speedrunners. Um, let me get their names correctly. Um, R. White Goose, who runs some games, and um, Graviton. Uh, same deal. They both are just like, they run random games. Mario 64, Goldeneye, just games that a lot of people run. Um, it was, current, it was uh, reported by another speedrunner um, named Andrea. Um, that in their private discords for like I guess their Twitch subs or their just whoever they have in their private discord, they say a lot of like fucked up stuff, um, including. So our white goose says I'm thinking I might ban women from my discord tbh, um, and it includes he and singles out one girl who he says has fucked seventy dudes and that's disgusting. Um. And later on, uh, you see that Graviton says, the worst part isn't even the trannies. It's like having the tranny fear for all my women are act. I can't even make sense of the sentence. It's like having the tranny fear for all women that are actually normal. You like zooming in on pick to make, to make sure you don't find an Adam's apple or a man hand on the chin. Which means that he's scared that any woman he looks at might actually be a man. Um, and it's like a big thing for him. Which really reveals more about him than anybody else. Yeah, like if you're that insecure, you should probably look in the mirror for a second, my dude. Yeah. Um, and the best one, uh, or the worst one, depending how you want to rate this, comes later. And I'll I'll, uh, I'll just read this paragraph out from the article. In other screenshots, the two, along with a handful of, of other people, discussed everything from Jordan Peterson to women's role in society, i.e. caregiving, of course, all the way to the Jewish question, referring to the rhetoric used by the Nazis in the early 1900s. So these are clearly just awful people. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And obviously they they must have friends and fans who think the same way as them, which is also fucked up. Um, And at first, when this stuff was posted, um, GDQ didn't take any action because they said that they said that what the stuff that was said was a course against their guidelines, but they didn't have any proof that the two said it. So later, Andrea, who came up with it um, at first, says that uh, she claimed that she has the Discord IDs for all the messages and like can give them complete proof uh, with a report from Discord um, through report Discord's reporting section. Um, and once she gave those in, um, almost immediately the GDQ guys. Um, uh, indefinitely banned these two forever. Um, well, that's good so, at least. Yeah, good move on them um, to get rid of these stupid motherfuckers. But yeah, it's just crazy to me that these speedrunners, who I'm imagining are in between the ages of like 17 to 25, somewhere in that range, are talking about the Jewish question. What do people? What do these do these fucking young mother dumb fucking idiots have against Jewish people? Like, I mean, it's like it's like all the shit that happened back on 4chan that I thought were jokes ain't fucking jokes anymore. Oh, or no, never no. were jokes, probably. Yeah, they're not joking around. So that's, I mean, at least they fucking banned them, but 
that's just fucking depressing, dude, that, to hear that people that young uh, uh, are... I mean, are they cosplaying? They're not cosplaying. They're, they're serious, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're serious. This is in their private Discord and stuff where they don't really have that many people talking to them. And it's just like... Uh, it's like it's making me it's making me like less uh, uh inclined to like not 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 play video games but like to be like oh yeah if someone asked me like ten years ago like what are your hobbies or something I'm like oh yeah I'm a gamer today I would say I play video games I would not say I am a gamer yeah I don't even say that I'm like I I don't even I don't even look at a game yeah I, I think about them sometimes fondly I say that as I have a I have a website. Open on my computer right now that is a countdown to when uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate will unlock to be played today. Um, I mean, right after this podcast, I'm going to go play Stellaris Megacorp, so you're not alone. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I, I want to give an addendum to this in terms of bad people in, in video games that should be fucking called out. Uh, our, our buddy, we talked about him before, Notch. Remember Notch. Yeah, man. Not back in the day, man. Notch was Notch was uh, Notch was hot shit when I was in like high school. Yeah, man. He like Minecraft was a huge thing and people loved it. And Notch was like, oh, he's just this bald Swedish guy, whatever. And he sold his uh, company. He sold Minecraft to Microsoft for a billion dollars. Yeah. Outbid Jay Z and Beyonce on a house. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, before he did that, though, do you know why he came to America to buy that house? No. He wanted to avoid the large Swedish taxes on, on his uh, for the, their welfare state. They were going to tax him a lot, so he came to America instead. Damn. And in the process, left behind all his friends, all his family. He knows no one here in America. He lives in his giant mansion alone with moldy-ass candy and giant containers just tweeting about shit. And today, Seth, he hit upon a new low and has to do with... As these guys in that Discord were saying, the Jewish question. Um, someone asked him how he feels about Jews, and you know what he said? What? He said, if we were allowed to openly discuss the differences in IQ between the races, things would be a lot easier. Wow. <laughs> that is not what I expected, but definitely a fucking bold move, Cotton. He then also says that his speech is being suppressed by Jews, which he did using the triple parentheses shorthand. Um, yes, this billionaire is being silenced. He said that, dude. He's like, I am being silenced. What a fucking... And even of what the a same fucking vein, cock. Yeah, even of the same vein, fucking recently, uh, JonTron has come back to YouTube and is making videos. And oh my is God, actually get, like, getting big views again. Um, oh my God. Despite just saying fucking dumb shit. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, no person that has um, two brain cells to rub together should ever say. So I just want to point out real quick, Illinois podcast, our, our view, our stated belief here is that IQ is a bullshit measure of anything. And if you're using that as your model for something, you're you're all you've already fucked up. You've you're already wrong. Yeah, IQ is so like there's no there's nothing behind it. It's just it's it's nothing. It's just white supremacy is all it is. Yeah, and people try to oh my god, if you ever want to just laugh your ass off for hours, go on Reddit and go to slash I am smart 
<laughs> and just read the things people say and like how smart some people think they are and like they always base it off almost all of them say oh i have like a 160 iq i have a 180 iq i have a 3 million like whatever they just they always want to point it back to their iq which first of all they've probably never actually measured and second of all even if they did it wouldn't fucking matter no you guys really funny by the way what's up remember our dearly departed total biscuit oh yeah no one's talked about him in like a fucking year at this point. Yeah, rest um, in peace. He made. I frequent the Something Awful forums. Uh, shout out to C Spam. Uh, he made one post on Something Awful where he talked about his. Why he's an atheist or whatever. Or not an atheist. Was he religious? I don't know. All I know is the whole thing started off with the legendary uh, phrase. To start off with, I have a 180 IQ and I'm a law student. And he made this one long, multi-paragraph post about whatever the fuck he was talking about. And he was immediately banned. Yep. He got one post deep in something awful and got banned. So, uh, it goes to show you, once again, people who think IQ is important, probably not very smart. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's dead. And dead people are stupid. If they were smart, they'd still be alive. Yep. Oh, also... I want to give a shout out. I think I think Kevin Durant shouted me out recently. Oh shit! I think he did. Uh, in an interview, they're asking him about LeBron James, and he didn't. This is I'm not gonna like dog on Kevin Durant. I can do that all day. He he said something pretty normal in this. He was just like, "Oh yeah, like so many people in the media are like LeBron fans, so like it's it's like easy for them to make articles about it, but it's also hard for him because you got to have these people in your face all the time." So, but he said, he did say that he has a lot of media fanboys. I am making a podcast, and that is That's media, true. and I am a fanboy. So technically, Kevin Durant was talking about me. He so, was talking about you. Um, yeah. Just say, yes, Kevin Durant, I am a LeBron James fanboy, and I, yeah, I'm just going to re- report the straight facts about LeBron James. So, yeah, uh, real recognize real. By the end of 2019, Kevin Durant will be specifically calling out Seth of the Illenials podcast <laughs> in interviews. No, he'll be on the Illenials podcast. <laughs> he'll be the third chair on Illenials at that point. Oh, you mean he'll be a whole... Yeah, he'll, he'll be a... That's what I meant. I thought you meant like he'll... I meant he'd be a guest. But yeah, he'll be oh, the new, yeah. like, uh, other host. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll go around his practice schedule and everything for him to... We're looking for fresh it. blood. Looking for talent. We want young, energy, energy-filled people. I mean, he but, is, he is you know, the second best player in the NBA. He's got a lot of life experiences. So, yeah, he'll, he might make a good co-host. Listen, to be, to be a host on this podcast, you need to be uh, young, energetic, uh, definitely full of blood, have no next of kin, and willing to travel to Georgia. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what Kevin, but Kevin Durant's older than you, so I don't know. Oh my god, I'm ancient though. I'm like a fucking fossil already. Yeah, you're. He or mentally, he's probably younger than you. Um, I mean, he, he keeps himself in shape, right? So he's probably like even physically younger. Than oh, me. dude, you should look up a picture of Kevin Durant shirtless. It is not a good sight. Um, in fact, the other day after a game, he dropped like fifty one. He dropped. 51 points in a game and afterwards they were like doing the analysis and like he took his shirt off and Charles Barkley was like is that is that a cadaver <laughs> and then the the guy, other guy was like he dropped 51 points and then which Charles Barkley responds in the best manner ever he would have dropped 55 if he ate a hamburger <laughs> um, so yeah uh, I don't think he's physically 
uh, taking care of himself that well. Of course, he like has muscle and stuff because he's a basketball player who practices all the time. So yeah, but he, he's a very weird looking guy under his jersey. Man, dude, these callouts are getting worse and worse from you, huh? Making fun of how he looks. Yeah, saying, I'm like, saying, saying his skills man, ain't saying, all there. I'm just saying, Kevin he's jealous. Kind of weird, man. <laughs> oh man, he looks you like a what? regular like five foot ten person was stretched to be seven foot tall. That's what he looks oh, like. Oh, okay. Because I think of like regular guys, I think of like baseball players. Yeah, people like the like, most regular looking people ever. Yeah, I guess they do look kind of regular. Just bland, blank faces. Can't tell any of them apart. Like who? Like I think it was like Kevin. Kevin like uh, uh, what was his name? Was it Kevin Griffey Jr.? Is that who it is? Ken Griffin. Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, was sure. like running around the bases with a fucking beer gut at one point. It's like not that hard a sport to play. Yeah, baseball is bullshit. Uh, yeah, baseball. Come on, get your shit together, baseball. Yeah. Introduce some new, interesting shit. Like, I don't know, a laser ball. Yeah, or four bases? Why not six? Yeah, hell yes. How about you put a fucking a, a, a knife on the end of that bat and occasionally it'll, like, fling off and hit the pitcher. He's got to dodge it. Come on. Mix this thing up a bit for us. We need this. That's, what I, that's how I feel. That's my official stance on baseball. <laughs> I think it's also our official stance on this podcast because we're done. Yeah. This podcast, it's, it's ran its course. Yeah, we're done. Uh, we uh, are the Willis Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. Um, I'm, on, I'm, uh, 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 I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I'm Seth. I'm on Twitter at Life of Seth. Um, play Super Smash Brothers Ultimate if you are interested. Play it. Send Not, Seth don't your play friend it with code. Me. Don't he will, send me your friend code. He will add you to his friends list and he will I, play with you. I'd... Actually, I might. I'm just kidding. I, will. I probably will. I love playing Smash. So, yeah, play the game. It's going to be awesome. So let's, Also, let's... he will dominate all comers. Everyone will fall before him. That is contingent on the other player's skill level, but sure. He is undefeatable. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast and you are a fucking esports pro, if you're Mango, <laughs> you can go ahead and send it to your friend code and get your fucking shit wrecked. This is slander. <laughs> <laughs> Seth will defeat Mango by the end of the week. You heard it here first. I might, I might take a game on him and Smash Ultimate. Maybe if, <laughs> if I get him on the right day, I could probably take him. He's if he was drunk player. and half blind, and which is how he does most of his streams. So that's true. I, I, could, I could probably take him down. All right. Um, our art is done by Marcus Barkley. Our theme song is done by Ben Powell. He is on Twitter at. Ben Powell or some bullshit. Look us up, you'll find him. The real Ben um, Powell or something? Yeah, something like that. He has a, a podcast called Southern Smackdown. They talk about uh, uh, wrestling, and they're both from the South. So it kind yeah. of uh, plays out there. They're actually the first wrestling podcast to go along yeah. with the first leftist podcast. Yes. And then we're, we're actually going to do a crossover episode to become the first leftist wrestling podcast. Yeah, there's Which no might other actually leftist, be true. <laughs> there's no other leftist wrestling podcasts, uh, and we're going to do it. So. Um, we have stopped trying to solve our problems or trying to outlive them. Fuck First Reformed. Um, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. And from New Orleans to New York. That's the Illinials Podcast, baby. We are out. Out.